0: Hey y'all, welcome to the Faith Forge Academy. I'm Steven, your DM, uh, and we've got a special episode this week and next week. Um, We are giving you a little snippet of what we call Bedtime Stories with Brina. It's a Twitch show that myself and my wife Kelsey, uh, who plays Brina Boondiggles, if you remember from earlier in the podcast, sit down, uh, take ideas from our friends over on Twitter and our patrons. And we tell improv fairy tales. Uh, It just so happened that the week that we did this story, we got uh, a few words. We got a bargain, a lost one, and a wizard summit were the three topics that we selected. And that turned into a very fun story about the wizards from the time of lore that have been referenced a few times, such as Malvaris. And the sort of attempts to achieve godhood. So we sat down, um, took these ideas, and improved a fairy tale. And I really hope you enjoy it. Like I said, there was nothing prepared beforehand. We spend the first 15 minutes of the stream kind of thinking up ideas for how we can use the words. And then we just jump in and roleplay it. So it's a lot of fun. If you enjoy this edited version, we release our bedtime stories with Brina to our patrons. Uh, we also record them live on Twitch every Tuesday night at 8.30 Pacific Time uh, at twitch.tv slash Academy. Uh, so if you want content like this or um, other things that we do, including like cast interviews, there's uh, sepia subclasses on there uh, and some other behind the scenes stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash Academy uh, and join there for that. We also are affiliated with Greenleaf Geek. So if you're looking for some beautiful handmade dice, uh, go to greenleafgeek.com and check those out. Um, and if you're buying curated sets, so f- from like Chessex or other companies that are on Leah's website, you can use the code FAYFORGE at checkout and get 10% off, uh, though that does not apply to your uh, handmade sets. With that, I hope you enjoy Bedtime Stories with Brina.
1: Cactus. Cactus. Yeah? Are you ready for your bedtime story, Cactus?
0: So ready. I've been loving this that we do this all the time now.
1: I know, but Cactus, I have to be honest that this one, it looks really important, but it also looks a little bit scary. Is that okay, Cactus?
0: Um, I'm a dragon turtle. I am very brave.
1: Okay, so, but if I get scared in the night, if I have nightmares, are you gonna, will you help me, Cactus? Of course. Okay, because we're best friends. Yeah.
0: You could okay. sneak into my
1: shell, maybe? I don't know, but maybe you're getting bigger and I'm definitely staying small. Yeah,
0: no, you're quite little.
1: Okay. So Cactus, the tagline for this story, which is called the lost one is they were five, but then they were four for one got lost and was no more. How does someone lose themselves? Exactly, it's gotta be some deep and crazy magic. It's magic. Are you ready, Cactus? I was born ready. Okay, here we go.
0: Okay. We open in a library. It's massive. Books are lined up all along the shelves. Multiple stories. There's just a feeling of magic and power in the air. Most of these books are look fairly newly written. All the leather is clean and shiny. And kind of down at the bottom where there's lots of... Um, or there's there's five desks kind of all arranged, each with their own space. There's a wizard. Why don't you describe what this wizard looks like?
1: This wizard is uh, an older gentleman in plain brown robes. A bit eccentric, I'm picturing. Kind of crazy hair. Uh, looks like, uh, with bloodshot eyes, looks like he's been just reading books all day long. Um, he's you can tell that he's kind of very intensely and frantically looking for a certain piece of information and that he's been looking... You get the sense that he's been looking for it for a very, very long time. Like, not just hours, but years.
0: So this wizard, as he's got his piles of books around, some of these books are even books that he wrote, who has grown from this, this fledgling little magic experimenter or to one of the most powerful wizards in the world is still looking for more still searching for more and something's missing something's not adding up in the tomes that he's read and written along with his friends malvaris saloon kratis and vexus all searching for this power as he sits there quietly almost delirious with exhaustion there's a whisper not sure if it's in his mind or if it's real. It's just from a long day. I can show you what you need.
1: He snaps up. What? Who said
0: that? Look around. It's quiet.
1: Because he's not sure if it was in his mind or real, he kind of takes a deep breath to quiet his mind even more to see if he hears it again.
0: And as you quiet your mind, there is kind of on the shelves behind you, there is a book you're not even sure if it was there before. It's sort of got some sort of glow to it. And on, on the spine of this book is an eye. And this eye is glowing. This faint yellow gold light.
1: He reaches up to take the book.
0: As you open the book, on the front of it, it says, The Testament of Leontel, where all knowledge and understanding flows.
1: Leontel... I've heard that name before. It's in so many of these books. Did Leontel write this book? And he starts flipping through it.
0: As you open it, the first few pages are blank. Keep flipping. And then on one of the pages, there's just one word it says Keldir.
1: He picks up a pen?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is like Chamber of Secrets?
0: <laughs> it can be.
1: He picks up a pen and writes, I am here.
0: The page flips on its own this time. More writing. What you seek will change you forever.
1: He writes, I'm not afraid. I am ready.
0: The book slams shut. The light fades. A whisper. Again.
1: He opens the book again.
0: And this time as you as you open the book. He
1: just like, he's flipping, right? He's not sure what to do. There's nothing. Ugh. <sighs> I've been searching for years and years, trying to find this information, and just when I think I'm getting close, there's nothing.
0: You feel this cold behind you, this movement of wind and air. The books kind of rustle, and there's a glow coming from behind you.
1: He stands up, looks at the glow, and says, like I said, I am ready.
0: Um, this glow begins to form a being, probably 10 feet tall. The same glowing yellow gold light creates their whole being. They're bald. Their eyes, almost like um, there's no pupil, there's no iris. It's just this solid gold, more light, but that's where it's brightest. This eye. The same eye that you saw on the spine of the book is emblazoned on their forehead and on these like kind of gold magic flowing robes.
1: Keldir falls down to his knees and says, you can give me what I seek.
0: I am what you seek. I am knowledge. I am understanding. Are you sure you're ready? You believe you have what it takes to be like me, to be like these other gods you wish to overthrow, to overcome.
1: I am not like anyone else that I know. I have been seeking this knowledge my entire life. I know that I must be ready, whether I understand what is coming or not.
0: Very well. This being, they reach out, this hand is pulsing with warmth and magic and power and you feel it as it covers your eyes. As the hand covers and and your eyes go dark, this burning, burning heat starts to enter into them, um, into your mind, and you feel this pulse of magic through your whole body, and suddenly you're floating. You're not sure if you're in your body or out of it. You feel the heat pull away, and this voice says, see it all and see what you can know and as you you look around, you see stars down below, you see the earth you see these different planes where you see these celestial type beings you see this other plane full of warped monstrosities you see Avastria in its whole Um, and then all of a sudden you start to see each being in the world you see these roots that aren't really from trees. There's something deeper. And in those, you see memories and you see magic and you see power and you see connections between the material plane, between the celestial plane, between the abyss, between the Feywilds. You see everything. And as you see everything, well, why don't you react to that?
1: I imagine at first he screams at the initial surge of magic Um, and then as he looks around he says this knowledge it's everywhere have we had access to it this whole time? how could I not see that everything was connected? that it was right at my fingertips I would have given anything to know this before now But now, the knowledge is mine, and I will share it, as much as I can.
0: Uh, And as you're having these thoughts, this voice starts to laugh. (laughs) This is just a fraction. And all of this that opens up bursts into light and sound, and life and death, and magic and power, and wonder and awe, and it all comes flowing into you at once. And it's so much that you can't even absorb what's coming into your, into your mind. Um, And it's bombarding you over and over and over and over. Every single thing you see is new and doesn't make sense and has so much beyond what you ever understood. And it's relentless and over and over as it, as it starts to fill your mind.
1: I feel like he would be getting this sense that the vision that he had for why he was seeking knowledge and the good that he could do with it is being overcome by this air quotes knowledge that there's a different way that now that he has access to all of this power or all of this knowledge that it's his responsibility not to use the knowledge to free people, but to lead them instead. And to use the knowledge as a form of motivating them to do as he says, because he's the only one who can see the true picture. And he kind of like sees this flash in his mind moving from leadership to power.
0: And as that that idea from leadership into power goes, This voice of Leontel says it's always the same, it's always the same, always power in the end. And you can tell that there was even more knowledge that they were holding back. And he just like kind of breaks the dam to the point that no mortal mind could even absorb everything. And he says the last thing that you hear is you said you were willing to give it all and you have.
1: Cactus, are you okay?
0: Yeah, this is, this is intense. <sighs> <sighs>
1: I just feel like maybe you're not feeling okay because you're looking like you're very stressed.
0: Well, I mean a little bit, but maybe, maybe... Maybe we should read that one about the dwarves again tonight and maybe finish this one next that, week.
1: That's what I was thinking too, Cactus. You're looking a little bit... You look like you might have trouble falling asleep. I'm thinking just... It seems like there's more to this story, and maybe we should just put it on pause for a minute.
0: Yeah, let's go back to Briga again.
1: Okay, <clears throat> let's do that. We'll read that one, and then maybe we can read A Winter's Vow also, because remember, they fall in love again, and then they oh, get married. I know, and love and So marriage. good. Mowage. Mowage. And, and then maybe we'll, we'll figure out what happens to this guy whose brain is exploding next time.
0: Yeah. Do you think our brains will ever explode?
1: I, I... I hope not, Cactus. I mean, I really do seek a lot of knowledge, so now I'm going to have to think about whether that's a good idea or not.
0: Let's make a pact right right now that neither of us will let each other's brains explode. Deal. Deal. All Cactus,
1: right. I love you.
0: Love you too, Brina. Good night. Good night. Hope you enjoyed that first Bedtime Stories with Brina, where we are going to give you the part two next week. Um, But others that are like this, some are a lot more lighthearted uh, and fun, but all of them slowly build the lore of Avastria, our world. So you can, again, check those out um, on twitch.tv slash fayforge Academy on Tuesdays at 8.30 Pacific time. Uh, if you want to see us record them live, it doesn't have all the sound effects and music and and uh, there's a lot more banter and fun. Uh, and we talk with the chat about what the ideas are um, or could be uh, for the story um, and all that stuff. Or if you join our Patreon at the first year students or graduate students levels, uh, you will get these in your uh, podcast feeds hey thanks so much for attending the faith forge academy today uh, before you go don't forget to check out our patreon at patreon.com slash faith forge academy um, and also stop by greenleaf geek which is at greenleaf geek on twitter and instagram or greenleafgeek.com get all your dice needs fulfilled um Uh, And don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandom Mentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandommentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian Gould.
1: Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon, and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J.E.A. Harmon.
0: My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch.
1: Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai.
0: My name is Adelaide Garner. You can find me at o Adelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch theme music by dave cole of the four orbs podcast for more music check out d cole music on youtube additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com tabletopaudio.com and epidemicsound.com the faith forge academy is a proud member of the fundamentals podcast network